0: I'm a go-getter.
1: It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option.
0: Go-Getter is all about mindset. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats, but it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you wanna win that life, you gotta grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I wanna take you to that next level. What up, world? Let's get straight to it. I'm excited. So the guests I got in the building today, got them three words coming, not once, but twice. Do you hear that? I'm excited, yeah. I'm excited, yeah. So welcome to the Go Get Podcast with Jay Black. I hope y'all ready. We're about to dive into the mind of an author. So Go Get the Podcast with Jay Black. Go get it. What's a go get I know I got some new listeners tuning in, so I'm going to break it down for you. My logo sums up my message. One finger to the brain, one to the sky. So I'm saying this is the right mindset. You go to the top. I put the red check next to the brain because everything starts with the mind. And it takes blood, sweat, and tears to achieve goals. You're a goal-getter. I'm a goal-getter. Success is the only option. Now, I want to break it down even further because I need you to understand during this try and down, we're still in a pandemic. So let me really break down goal-getter because you're a goal-getter and success is the only option. See, a goal-getter grinds to greatness every day. Aims to be the best version of themselves every day. Understands that adversity is a part of the journey to success, so we embrace it. We never give up. Success is the only option. Everything about my guest today says success is the only option. Now, I gotta start off by shouting my mentor program, Go Get It Academy. Big shout out to my young kings and young queens. Been doing a great job. But Go Get It Academy, we focus on mental health, goal setting, leadership development entrepreneurship, community service, financial literacy. But Young Kings and Young Queens of Go Get an Academy definitely keep up the great work. Big special shout out to Jeremiah Burney. He's been on a 10 plus for the last month and a half. Now you're probably wondering what do I mean by that? We do something called a behavior ranking. So the Young Kings and Young Queens give me a number every week and their parents confirm the number. So one being terrible, 10 being great, um, I might expect everyone to go get Academy to be between the eight and 10. Who with Jeremiah, he's been 10 plus. So he's been not just a go-getter at school or with me, but at home. That means that without his parents saying anything, he does his chores. He goes above and beyond. And that's what go is all about, going above and beyond. Now, I'm a firm believer when you first wake up, you know, um, we live in a very cold, dark world, so I believe that you should be the first person to speak life into yourself. So I want to share this mental exercise with you. It's a great way to start your day. So when you first wake up, I need three positive thoughts. I'll share a few of mine with you. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Be a great husband. Be a great father. That's when you first wake up. You can do more than three, but do at least three. Now, from there, you should be going to the restroom, brushing your teeth, washing your face. If not, we have a problem. But while you're in the restroom, look at the person you see in the mirror. Positive affirmation. Say, I am great. I am a winner. Success is the only option. Now, we're going to jump into my guest, Danielle Brown. Say what's up to the people. What's
1: up, everybody?
0: So she's in the building today, and we're going to dive into this book. I love the title, The Lion in the Yard, Overcoming the Enemy. Okay, so with Danielle Brown, this is a special interview right here because we're at both of our, our home church. We're at the Faith Place. That's where I record my podcast, the Faith Place. Big shout out to Bishop Hampton II and First Lady, Elder Miranda. You know um, I want to dive into so I want you to introduce yourself so I want to hear when when somebody says Danielle Brown if somebody asks who Danielle Brown was what would you say?
1: Was or is now? Well,
0: um, we'll say is now so the first thing that comes to your mind when somebody asks, who is Danielle Brown what would you say?
1: Strong intelligent writer creator mother wife I'm a dance
0: minister. I wear many hats. Wear many hats. Now, I want to move to something else with something you said. Because with life, it's a journey. It's a journey. So you said, when I asked you who is Danielle Brown, you said was or now. So let's press the rewind button. Who was Danielle Brown? Danielle Brown was a
1: troubled and very disturbed young lady. Um too much to say right now uh because it's a lot but past tense
0: i was in simple terms a hot mess okay and i think let's let's stay right there because i think uh we're talking to an author so she said a hot mess and in life we all have we all got a story and at times we've been a mess but i think with danielle something powerful that she did is she used her she turned her mess into a message Yes, sir. So in this book, The Lion in the Yard, what what brought about this? start with the title?
1: Um, what brought about the title was I was reading a book by another author that's one of my favorite pastimes is reading. Um, and it was by Pastor Beth Moore. It was called When Godly People Do Ungodly Things. Mm. And at that time, um in my life, I was saved in all going through a lot of different stuff and involved in a lot of different stuff that I knew I had no business. Right. And something that she said kind of resonated with me. Um, she said that sometimes we share space in our lives with the enemy and we shouldn't, and it's those little spaces that we give him that allows him to come in and wreak havoc in our lives. So, and she just so happens to say, we let the line
0: in the yard, and that just kind of clicked. Mm, okay, and I want to something you said. I think that's very, very important for people to understand. You know, um, when you get saved, that don't mean that all the challenges is over. Not at all. You know, when you get saved, you know the devil really going to attack you even more. You know, but you saying now, this is who you was, in this new person. It's not a devil want to say, okay, I hear you, but let's see, let's see if your actions really reflect what you're saying. You say you said you're a godly person now. And you're about this life. Let's see if you are really about that life. So the devil's gonna come at you, you know. So I wanna I wanna hear some of the challenges for us. How the devil came at you when you as as you tried to progress and stay on this on this side of the uh, yard.
1: The biggest thing for me was the forgiveness factor.
0: Okay.
1: Um, it's something that is I don't know why, but hard for us to do. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was a struggle because I was married before. Um, now, and that marriage ended really bad, and it caused a lot of resentment and different things like that. And that's where the enemy worked on me the most was when I chose to forgive my ex-husband. It became a, oh, did you really forgive him? You know, and and or a opportunity would present itself or a situation between the two of us, and that thing would come up or something would come up to make me to cause me to say you know question myself like did i really forgive that or did i really forgive him because something would be said or done that would trigger that past uh emotions yeah and kind of set me off so that was the biggest thing was the forgiveness thing and then loving beyond you know that those negative emotions and Things like that,
0: so. So, and I think something you touched on, and so, you are married first, you got a divorce.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the thing is, just because you got divorced, divorce, you never can divorce your kids, you got kids together. Not at all. So, the challenge of going into a new relationship is still having to co-parent. Mm-hmm. So, let's stay there. How did, how did that?
1: It was tough at first. No, I'm not going to lie. It was really tough. Um, because although, and I don't know what it was, but although he was in... A relationship it became a thing where i needed to focus on the kids and it became easier as time went on but when it first when the divorce first happened trying to co-parent with all of that negative you know energy and just between us was very hard like it was it was always it became a thing to where like we could barely talk to each other, but of course, when you're co-parenting, you can't. You know, you ha- it has to be a lot to communication open. Have to be. Yeah. So it was it was hard, but you know, through the grace of God and you know, uh, just us maturing as adults for the sake of our kids, mm-hmm. you know, it became a lot easier
0: at that point. Mm-hmm. And one drew right there, she said, "I want to hope y'all grabbed it." She said, them maturing as adults, you know." That's said the bigger purpose and was the kids, because the kids are innocent. They do have nothing to do with that relationship as far as man and woman, but the kids look at them as mom and dad. You know, so it's a different different type of relationships. So I think that's very powerful. Now let's dive into the lion in the yard. Yeah. Okay, so um, what's your favorite chapter? Hmm. Um I did
1: two different chapters and it was on triggering Or others triggering you and you triggering others. And I think the one that got me was me triggering others. Because we like to think that everybody sets us off. It's just always the other person. We never are involved in the situations that transpire in our lives. But I have had my own fair share of those. So I would think that it was triggering others was Mm -hmm. my favorite chapter. Because it, it caused me to look at me. Like,
0: a lot of this book was just reflection, you know. I think somebody touching on just being honest with the person you see in the mirror. You know, Absolutely. when you point the finger, it's three fingers pointing at you. Absolutely. So looking at what's your part in the ordeal, you know. Then A lot of people don't like to do that. Nope. You got to always be the other person, you know. And that's a real true sign of really growing if you're able to look in the mirror and be honest. You know, if you, nothing can change if you're not honest with yourself. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, I, I like that. That's a powerful, powerful component, okay. Um, so hold on. I'm about to open this first first page, y'all. So I'm tell you right now, it's gonna be a problem if something's not on this first page. This is supposed to be my book, my copy right here. Yeah. Okay, so let me see.
1: You
0: know what? I don't oh yeah, we, we got a problem. She did not sign my book. We got a problem, we got a problem, you know, We got a problem. We got a problem, we got a problem, we got a problem. Now you know we got a problem, because I did my part. Hold on, y'all. I'm gonna take my headphones off. I'm gonna tell you how I did my part. I'm gonna come over here. She said, J. Black, I want to I go get a shirt. Now, you see right here, I got her go get a shirt. All ready to go. Package up everything. It's right here. And I got my book not signed. That's so, I'm, I'm going to give her a pass. I got a feeling that it's gonna that's going to be signed. Right here. I got a feeling it's going to be signed before she leaves. <laughs> so, I think I'm going to give her a pass. Okay. It. Okay. So, I want to, um, know, so, I want to talk about the process, you know. So, I think it's very, very important. You look at this book, you know, illustration looks great, you know, everything looks good. But, um, I want you to talk about the process of writing the book because people just see the end result. Yeah. People are like, Yeah, but it's a lot of work. Me being an author as well, no, it's a lot of work that goes into this. And me actually learning from my first book because I actually paused. I paused my book because um, of the process. I had to, I was about to, I got a mentor and I was about to send um, the copies out to schools. And he said, You know, um, he's like, Jay Black, when everything you do, man, it's always over the top and so on point, your layout for your book is not right. Yeah. You know, so I think, I think you should pause and get it professionally uh, laid out. So I paused everything, you know, I thought about it and I, I was already seeing the film that, you know, but I kind of rushed that part of the process because I wanted to make a, a date. I wanted to release the book and my album on the same, my, my birthday. And um, I was like, you know what? You're right. So it's a learning process for me. Yeah. So actually, I'm just now got the final edit layout. Uh, I approved it last week. So now I'm about to re-release my book. So let's talk about the process for us with you writing this book.
1: Okay. Um, I started the book in October. Um, from October to January, when I finished, it was a lot of time spent in prayer and meditation, and it was a lot of time where I, a lot of times where I had to withdraw from my family, from being a wife, from being a mom, and just being in some solitude at certain periods of time, so I could hear. Um, and just from start to finish. It was really just like notes everywhere. Like my husband will tell you, I got notebooks everywhere, all over the house, in the car. Um, because I just never know when God's going to speak something mm. that pertains to what I need to write in the book. Right. So it was, you know, like I said, a lot of sacrifice. Like it was a lot of sacrifice. Just sacrifice the time, you know, of doing things. Other things that I like to do, sacrifice the time away from my husband, sacrifice the time away from my children, sacrifice the time away from work. And just really grinding and getting to it Um, because I was on a deadline with my publisher. So I had to, you know, I didn't have time to like slack off or, you know, procrastinate like I normally do. Mm -hmm. Um, With this project, my last project, uh, that's exactly what I did. Like I did, it was a lot of procrastination. So it took a year to write that book as opposed to this time with more focus and more diligence. It only took me three months.
0: And real right quick, I got to press the rewind buttons. You know, I catch them jewels. I got to make sure y'all catch them, right? So three words, sacrifice, grind. And then she, her, her word, but what I, I transfer on the word is she had an accountability partner. Her accountability partner was her publisher. You know what I'm saying? So them three words, Sacr- she says sacrifice a lot of times. And you got to make the sacrifices. Also, there's something very important that she said, yes, she's a mother. Yes, she's a wife. And I think this is the part that people forget. you also, they lose they self. You got to make sure you make time for yourself. You know, you got to make sure you live your for your goals, whatever you got for yourself. You got to have time for yourself. So she had to make some sacrifices if she really wanted to achieve this goal. And she said, I had to get to that. I had to grind. She had to put in the work. You got to put in the work. Today, people don't want to put in the work. They just want that end result, but it doesn't work that way. You got to make some sacrifices. And if you want to make the sacrifices, the end result will lead to you achieving your goal, as you see right here. So I think I think that's dope. You know that you that applies to everything. Anything that you want to achieve in life, what you just said, sacrifice, grind, and accountability. Absolutely, very very important. Yeah. Now, with me knowing you far as you just going to the church, I want to jump and ask you far as where did the uh, spiritual far as dancing, where did that come from? (laughs) Where did that come from?
1: Um, I never thought about the spiritual aspect of it until I actually got into church and started building a relationship with Christ. Um, Prior to that, we go back to my hot mess part of my life. She was a dad. Yes, I used to be a dancer for the world. Okay, okay. Um, But, you know, of course, we have gifts, and it's like a variation of gifts that we have that we don't even give that type of thought to. Like, it's intended for kingdom purposes, but if we don't really know that, you know... That was what it was intended for, and we'll use it all wrong.
0: So, that's you know, my a part of my past was you know that. So. I'm glad you were transparent with that, because there's somebody out there that might, may be thinking, this maybe lost, not understanding that God does have a higher purpose for them. You I know, see. and this song that she's using may be using it in the wrong way. It but it could be used to serve God and be a blessing. And she's definitely been a blessing through praise dancing. Definitely here at this church. I've seen people just get emotional and come to the altar and just stuff. Her her ministry through her her dancing. So. I think it is very very powerful you know so and um, I want to go back to the line in the yard so overcoming that you make chose to make the subtitle overcoming the enemy mm-hmm. and when I see that I think one our biggest enemy is ourselves absolutely what do you think that's,
1: that's, yep, that's where um, a part of that you know concept came from wasn't just our adversary Satan it was me. Like, mm-hmm. I tend to be my own worst critic. Critic. Even while I was waiting to do an interview, I was sitting there critiquing in my mind, like, okay, stay this, don't say that. Do this, don't do that. And it was like a, you know, so
0: it was me battling me.
1: So, yeah, absolutely. We can be our own worst enemy. Definitely.
0: And you should have seen her, too. And <laughs> hey, when I opened, I opened the door, she was nervous walking up there. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You know what? Because first of all, right? versus, I'm looking like, that. yeah, first of all, you know, that God is the foundation, you should be very comfortable because you in your home church. Yeah. She your home church. But, yeah, you know, it's natural to get nervous, but you got to let God work. You know, God gave you something to be a blessing to the people, and her blessing is right here. So this should be your comfort zone because you're discussing you. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? this is your comfort zone. And as you see, once we got to talk, she's opened up, and... um I think this would definitely be a blessing. So where can people get this book?
1: Um, It can be found on Amazon, which I would say, you know, is a definite go-to because it's it's assured. Um, It's on Books A Million. It's on Walmart online. Um, I actually found it being sold in the UK Um, Mm. and I can't get copies directly to anybody that doesn't, you know, choose to do credit card or anything like that.
0: Okay. And what's
1: the price of the book? The price of the book is
0: $20. Okay. Alright, so yeah, definitely, definitely, it's just worth the investment, definitely check out this book, The Lion in the Yard, Overcoming the Enemy, you know, Um, one thing I think that's very, very important, and I'm glad that she decided to be transparent, um, somebody that y'all know, you know, billionaires, you know, whether you like them or not, somebody a billionaire, you gotta listen to them, you know, a little bit, you know, just a little bit, you know, but Oprah Winfrey, you know, and I think her riches go beyond what her financial is, but just the value that she's added to lives, you know, through her show, she's touched so many people and changed so many lives. So when Oprah talked, she always listened, but Oprah Murphy said that the most powerful contribution we have to the world is our story. So never be ashamed of your story, you know? Your story is, is is um, can free somebody. It mm-hmm. can free somebody. So your story is way bigger than you. And the biggest thing with me, with the go-getter, you know, um, with my story, my message, you know, I'm on a mission. When I say change the world, you know, when you look at my actions daily, as far as motivational brand, I understand that my my purpose is way bigger than me. So I just want to be full of energy and inspired. And the messages I get, I believe that God works through people. So you got to understand that when people inbox you or message you, they're, they're God is trying to talk to you. The thing is, are you listening? You know, so what you said talking about earlier, sometimes you just be fighting yourself in your own head. You got to get out your own way. You got to get out your own way and just run your race. And understand that what's for you is for you. So it's very important that you run your race. Because there's a ton of blessings over there waiting for you to come get them. But if you're so in your head, you'll never reach them. You know, so it's very important for you to run your race and understand that baby steps are better than no steps. Now, before we leave, I need some, um, tell the people some principles that you live by. Um, I always be prayerful of what
1: you do, what you say, who you're around. Always focus on um, setting goals and being determined to complete them. Um, be good to yourself, be good to others, um, and always keep back first. Mm,
0: mm. And how can people stay connected with you for far social media?
1: Um, social media, I'm on Facebook. Uh, it's Danielle, God's Chosen Brown. On IG, it's Can't Break Me, C-A-N-T-8-K-M-E. Um and my email for any contact purposes is the lion in the yard at gmail.com.
0: So much power in the tongue. So you heard that Instagram can't break me. You heard when she announced her Facebook say that Facebook again.
1: Danielle God's chosen Brown.
0: God's chosen power to the tongue. You gotta speak it, you know and before we wrap it up, you know I gotta do a special shout out. This is very big this is not normal. We're in Akron, Ohio you know, a small city, but my engineer, you know, um, T. Bix, he's in the building, and T. Bix actually, uh, we came a long way, you know. It's funny because we always, our conversations, you know, but success is all the only option, definitely with all of us. But uh, he said, you know what, as things grow, and as you continue to grow and not grow, you know, I'm probably going to be in and out of town. So he said, you know, I got you, you know, we put together an engineering team. So now he has an engineering team, so I don't see him as much, but uh, as far as on the show, but today he's here, and he actually just got back from um somebody that we all know a living legend master p you know he went to go meet master p and he's actually in his house you know in his house master p was holding his products you know his album this new album with his wife miss dean which is available on all streaming purposes platforms um and also holding his clothing and telling you that trillionaire is some clothing that you need to get so definitely when we're talking about running your race get out your own head just keeping your foot on that gas pedal you know, T. Vicks is definitely a person that definitely is a great example of that. So i got to take this time to shout out my engineer, T. Vicks. You know, walking, living, legend, definitely putting on for the city. So definitely make sure uh, you stay connected with him. He has a show on Facebook. Tap in with T. Vix, Miss Dean. And I love the fact that this movement that he's doing, he's doing with his wife. Not his girlfriend, his wife. You know, so, so right now you're looking at three married individuals right now. You know, it's definitely important that we change that narrative in our community. You know, we definitely that show that marriage is a cool thing to do. The new normal. So, I hope y'all enjoyed the Go Get It Podcast with Jay Black. You know, uh, make sure you share this. Uh, the audio of this interview will be available next week. Make sure you go grab this book, The Lion in the Yard. Soon I'll be able to say that my book will be back on the table, Goals, Give Direction. But definitely stay in contact with me, jblackinspires.com. Make sure you go to the website. I want to relaunch the go get an apparel. Now, this is Danielle, you know, so I had to actually get her, you know, it's exclusive. You know, I haven't been promoting the line. Well, you're about to start that promoting. We got a photo shoot coming actually this week. So definitely go to jblackaspires.com, grab you some go get an apparel. Even got a go-get a pillow. Because I want you to think about your goals when you're sleeping. So grab you a go-get a pillow. But I want you to live your best lives. So I need you to focus on your star player. Understand that seasons end. And God's telling me to say this for somebody. It might be one person I had to hear this. Um, Seasons end. So it might be somebody that you love so much, but they're hindering your progress. It might be your brother, sister, cousin. Sometimes you all love people from a distance. But I'm telling you right now, if you don't have the right energy around you, it will block your blessings. So it's time for you to let go. Let go and let God. So I love and believe in you. And always remember, always remember, always remember. Only person that can stop you is you. Yes. All right, that's what's up. Great show, great show. You gonna get your picture. Then we'll let you get out of here. But first, you got to definitely sign my book. Yeah, no, some let me sign my for something. to problems, out problems. <laughs> some problems right here. No. Team Fix, what's up, bro? To me in this live. So live, make sure y'all stay in contact with this queen doing great things. She's going to be global. I'm speaking it.
1: It's to go get a podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and stay connected. www.jblackinspires.com